If you or a loved one has had thoughts of self-harm, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. So I put mine on there and it's like, <laughs> I, I had to take it off because I want to listen to some shit. I don't want, I can't, there's no way I can have it on my work fucking Discord. <laughs> I was listening to Blood Duster and it's like, yeah, they're, they're fisting the dead on there or anal feast, anal fest. to another episode of the old guy metalcast the perfect start to a perfect war putting down the roses picking up the sword it's your boy the king of bonks now jim vicious joined as always by sir roberts of blades mr bobby fucking blades you can call me the drift king because <laughs> i sat down for a five minute meditation and i drifted off to sleep nice <laughs> Also a Cyrax reference, goddamn it! <laughs> I know, right? The pre-show, the pre-like show of this is just us talking about Cyrax and King Cobra for fucking ten minutes. <laughs> We're like, yeah, both of us spent like the better half of the week just watching like the music biz Marty go live and then Cyrax go on and rage at him and shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to OGMC. We're here to take you to church Saturday afternoon, waking and baking, talking some shit. Uh, let's start off. We got some guitar stuff later. Fucking guitar collector Bobby here. Oh, shit. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but right. we'll talk about that later. Uh, we got some other shit coming up too. So, Hall of Fame, which I haven't even thought about yet. So, good. All right. Um, a super group has been announced. There's pictures of them jamming and shit. And just first off, I love super groups. I just want to point that out. I do too. Um, You've heard of the Roadrunner United, uh, the the yeah. All Star Sessions. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed that CD, and I still play it from time to time. I love I love a supergroup, man. Always have. Yeah. Do you like the one uh, with Anthrax and uh, members of other bands? I can't remember who else was in it. Um, What's it called? The, the damn things. That's what it is. The damn. Yeah, things. I like I like the damn things. The first album more, but. Yeah, that was Scott Ian from Anthrax, um, dude from Fall Out Boy, uh, the singer of uh, Every Time I Die. Okay. I like that shit. But uh, <laughs> this super group, I am, it's E-Y-E-M, it is Kirk Winstein and Todd Strange from Crowbar, and uh, fucking members of typo negative the drummer and the guitar player 
Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Kelly, the drummer, and Kenny Hickey, guitar and vocals from Typo Negative. That seems so interesting. That's crazy, because isn't um, the drummer and Kenny Hickey also in Kill Devil Hill? I don't know. Like I, was, I don't know anything. Okay. That um, I know the drummer, you know, was in like. Um, oh my god, my fucking brain today, dude. He I was in. Like um, god damn it! <laughs> the band with the fucking trans singer. I can't think of it. It's like one of my fucking old oh, favorite bands. Oh, okay, Life of Agony. I know what you're. There you go. About. Yeah, my brain is. I'm already big. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, Kill Devil Hill is uh, Johnny Kelly. Dewey Bragg, Mark Zavon, and Matt Snell. So, yeah, I mean, I heard that and I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't like that? Okay. <clears throat> There's also another one, a pale horse named Death, and I think that that has typo negative members in it as well. Yeah, I have no idea what anybody really from typo negative has been doing since Peter Steele died. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. The drummer I know is around and. He was in Life of Agony. They kicked him out. Oh, that was a shit. whole dramatic thing. Or he quit. It's a whole dramatic thing. I don't know. Wow. And then I think he started his own band, which was like, hmm. I play drums. I play drums in bands, you know? Yeah. On albums and shit, which is like, whatever. But, like, this guy's a drummer. And then he started, I want to say he started a band where he's like, I'm out front. I'm making the decisions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> where he's doing vocals and shit. It's like, just play drums, bro. You oh, know, you could, there's, it was such a... We should look it up to make sure it was him. Yeah, so... um his name? Is that Johnny Kelly? No, the drummer. Oh, is it? I don't know. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, he's the drummer of Typo Negative. Yeah, Johnny Kelly. Okay, let's see here. Trying to see where his... uh. It's crazy how Kill Devil Hill had Rex Brown and Vinnie Appice as past members. It doesn't even have his, like, doesn't even have his fucking uh, albums he's on here on on Wiki. Oh, shit. And he actually did a pale horse named Death. It wasn't the guitarist. It was fucking Johnny Kelly. He did Typo Negative, Kill Devil Hill, Pale Horse Named Death. He was actually Yeah, I think that's the band, Pale Horse Named Death. Oh, okay. And I think like he's the front of it, right? Uh let me see. Brooklyn. Yeah, oh no, it's a different that's a different drummer for typo negative. Sal Abruscado. That's uh, the guy yeah. who was in Life of Agony. Okay. Yeah, that's I saw that name, that looked familiar. <laughs> well then I take all of that back. I'm sorry. <laughs> this fucking guy, though, his band, he was kicked out of or left uh, Life of Agony in drama. And then there was this thing, Pale Horse Named Death. <laughs> and he, like, was the main fucking thing. He did vocals, guitars, and drums oh, on the okay. album. So it's like it, it reeked of, like, a drummer, you know, just, like, seething, sitting back there behind the drums. Like, one day I'm going to fucking be the singer, you know, I'm going to get out in front. <laughs> It just reeked of, you know, desperation. Yeah. (laughs) I started out there and I just wanted to be in the back, you know? Like, the first thing I did in bands was vocals and metal bands. And, like, at the time, like, be the front. And I was like, fuck, yeah. But, like, I got to a point where I was like, I just want to be 
Like I play rhythm guitar and I'm like, I'm gonna stand back here. I'm fucking good, bro. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to. <laughs> I just want to like do my thing. Man. That's why I feel like I would much rather play rhythm than lead because it, it always seems like lead is at, at the forefront along with vocals and shit. And so it's like, no, thank you. I, I'd rather like wear a mask and put some shit on and not be noticed by anybody. I say fuck that distinction. Really? Yeah. Fuck the lead rhythm distinction. Bullshit. I've never played in a band that had that. We just had guitar. Oh, that's it. So you didn't have like a lead guitar where somebody would go off on a fucking. Well, yeah, but it, you didn't have like a special title. Oh, okay. that's like, what are you like? First chair clarinet or something? <laughs> well, no, because you see that you used to see that like looking in uh, album sleeves of like lead guitarist, rhythm guitarist, um, yeah. vocalist yeah. and drummer, you know, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of bands just have two guitar, you know, that's what we've always any band. I would play guitar and any band I think I've been in where there's two guitar. We've never put lead guitar. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> that's like a leftover. Like, I the lead. So whenever you hear Willy Willy, that's me. <laughs> you know, that's a remnant from the '80s leftover that just hasn't died. I guess. Yeah, that's very. It's like first chair clarinet. Yeah. You think you're fucking better than us? <laughs> well, you are better but... than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care that you are. <laughs> And like I am a million percent of rhythm guitar player. You yeah. know? I know in like Stone Cloud there's this uh there's this part, I don't know what the fucking riff was. And uh and I'm like I try it and I'm like, that's fucked. I don't understand. I'm like, I'm just gonna do this instead. Rhythm guitar. Yeah. <laughs> you know what would be some funny shit if there were two bassists and one was rhythm bassist and one was lead bassist? Um actually is there is there something that. like that yeah i was listening to this band recently i i'd have to dig up their name but uh they're just two bassists and a drummer yeah really so there's no guitar in it whatsoever it's just all no bass? they both fucking rip the bass up dude wow so i think that's like two lead bass players <laughs> it's all low notes what is this fucking big bottom <laughs> big bottom <laughs> Everybody plays bass on it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's Primus, but with uh, two bass. So Johnny Kelly also played drums in Pale Horse Named Death at some point. Yeah, I see that. So who? Okay, so after Sal... After <laughs> they had two of their drummers, two typo negative drummers in there. <laughs> oh, shit. Typo negative and Life of Agony. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I-A-M. I will give it a shot. I am Love me both. Like, I like both Typo Negative and Crowbar. So, you know, I'm happy to see also that Todd Strange is there. His bass playing fucking rocks. You know what so. I miss? I wish um, Weinstein and Jamie Jasta would get together for another Kingdom of Sorrow album. Because the, the first two I really enjoyed. Yeah, I never got into them, really. For as much as I like Weinstein and shit. Yeah. Well, I liked it because it had like the hardcore element, but it also had more of like the, you know, the down to New Orleans type style. And yeah, it was good. For me, I, if I reviewed it, I would just say Kingdom of Sorrow. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You know, like I hear it. I'm like, there's a lot of bands people send my way. Like, oh, check out this band. I'm like, it's fine. You know, <laughs> it's OK. But it's not something that's like, I'm going to. I can't just listen to a crazy metal band or a metal band that's just like the same shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, yeah. that's cool, but like there's nothing new happening here. It's just the same kind of shit. 
kind of like the the way that we both felt about the Corpse Grinder album, you know, where it's like it might as well have been Cannibal Corpse. Don't get me started on that again. <laughs> How that guy is not like, oh, I want to do a black metal album or I want to do a hardcore album. Like, wouldn't you want to do something else? As like somebody who did a lot of metal vocals, like yeah. I was, I wanted, always wanted to get in a punk band. I never, I've never been in a punk band my whole life. Holy shit! I know. Like we had punk aspects in Omnipotence and Belligerence. You know, we'd come from a death metal riff just straight into punk riffs, but never been in a band that was just like straight up punk. You should. That's still one of my like, you know, yeah, midlife fucking uh, things. I want to play bass in a punk band. Just start a punk band, man. Shit. <sighs> <laughs> I got Cyrax videos to watch, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I think the music biz Marty Cyrax fucking. Uh, madness is like at its peak right now. It's I like think at, so at too. Yeah. Peak anyway, because I've never seen the. You know, I didn't notice that Music Biz Marty going live so much, but now he seems to go live like twice, three times a day, yeah. and it's just like but, yeah. most people don't know what we're talking about. No, Lolcos, check them out. <laughs> check out fucked up people that oh, other people man. are like trolling and shit. Delusional. People who deserve the trolling. Yeah, it's yeah. not like innocent people who just. Nah, this motherfucker is far from innocent. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back to when I when you first told me about Cyrax and like I watched one video and I immediately felt sorry for him. But after like getting into his history, it's yeah. like zero fucking sympathy yeah. for this. Once guy, you get man. into it and they trick him into breaking his Xbox, you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Dude>. <clears throat> oh man, I was so. I was laughing my ass off when I saw that they, they showed like the diagram of how it got intercepted. It was like in transit and then intercepted by sender. And then it went back to sender and chances freaking the fuck out. And I was just, I was like, holy shit, this is gold, man. This is fucking good. But somebody bought him an Xbox and then bought him fucking need for speed unbound. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. We could do a separate. We should like have a podcast about lolcos, really. Dude, hey, I'm all in for that, man. It's like we could do like a one-off or something, you know, a little special episode. Um, also in metal news this week, Fear Factory uh, announced their new vocalist, which is a guy I guess everybody thought it would be Milo Silvestro. He's Italian. Do we know this? It's person? funny. It's like this article from Metal Sucks. It's like, check out Fear Factory, new vocalist covering uh, Die uh, Electric. Okay. Um, and then you go down and it's like, video unavailable. It contains content from Believe Music, who has blocked it on copyright now. I'm, just like, oh, cool. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did see a video of him. Uh, like, and it's just, he's just a sound alike. It's like, that's the fucking lamest thing you can do. So to when you get a new vocalist, it tells me that you are you know your future is nothing and you know it's a sudden past, so you mm-hmm. gotta have a guy who sounds like him because you're not going anywhere. When a band is going somewhere, they get a guy who's different. Sepultura, right? When Sepultura got fucking they went they didn't get a guy who just sounds like Max Cavalera. No, they didn't. <laughs> they got a guy who's completely fucking different, man. And, uh, and like- it's awesome. And Sepultura went their own way and kept doing cool shit fear factory dude i mean a lot of our friends are fans and that's fine you know i like the old shit and i like you know even like obsolete jams like a motherfucker that's yeah it does 
but some of their newer shit just kind of got like, eh. So they'll put out a new album, and it'll—I mean, it's gonna there's it'll just be fucking Fear, Fear Factory shit, you know? Yeah, I mean this. So this guy sounds like he's a Burton Bell clone, then basically. <laughs> Kind of, because I. But he's Italian, him. so he has like a fucking weird accent in there, kind of. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Oh shit! Speaking of Fear Factory, um, when I posted my reel of me doing replica, Fear Factory actually reposted that. So that that was pretty cool. <clears throat> that is pretty cool. <clears throat> I, I thought about. I was like, I should learn that song. I thought about that just like the other day. Yeah, I was watching. I forgot a, you put up a reel of it. <clears throat> I was watching a Ben Eller video, man, and, and I was like, you know what? Instead of watching fucking Cyrax, I should learn how to play a riff on guitar. <laughs> so I grabbed yeah. my seven string and I just kind of followed along for ten minutes, and then I got it, and I was like, oh shit, this is pretty cool. Yeah. So we'll see. If you go see Fair Factory, it'll sound like it probably used to, and I, I guess that's their their whole point, but. It's, there's only one, you know one dude left in that band. Yeah, and I cause... commented that, and then P, and then uh, Boy Natanic was like, "Well, and it's something about Napalm Death." I'm like, "Yeah, there's no original members in Napalm Death, but at least like they've all been in the band. Like most of them have been in there for thirty years." <laughs> you know, Fear Factor is literally one dude. Yeah, now because they don't even have uh, Christian Old Wolbers, Raymond Herrera, they got nobody. Man, it's all new yeah. people. Yeah, it's fucking swag, dude. <laughs> And uh, they're going on tour with Static X, and which I don't understand how the fuck it's a thing. Because that shit was not even... Like, how is that band still tour? And, like, they're popular. Yeah, but wait, didn't Wayne Static, before he died, he left Static X to go do his own thing, right? I, I don't even know. I, but they have this dude who's got, like, a weird mask and, like, that looks... And he's got his hair up like Wade, and they're like, oh, we're not trying to fuck. And I'm like, you guys are not. I don't know. But they share a bass player with with Fear Factory now. Yeah, that, that dude guy, plays bass. Uh, Tony Campos, yeah. Tony Campos. Tony Campos. <laughs> Go down see Tony Campos. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that guy. We, he played the Soul Fly when we played with them. Really? And, and Max was super friendly, talking to people, and, you know, but that dude, I didn't, I mean, probably a nice guy I, he didn't i didn't see him say a word to anybody i don't think i saw him spoke speak the whole time holy shit maybe he's got like social anxiety or something he thinks he's hot fucking shit <laughs> he's a, he thinks he's a drip king no. you don't know. he looks like i remember back when static x hit and you're like oh that guy looks fucking cool you know because yeah. like, so when you see videos of bands for the first time that's like you're like oh that guy looks cool but he's like tiny yeah, doesn't he remind you of a shorter bearded version of Kirk Weinstein? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, but I don't know. Static X is still a fucking thing. I don't get it. Yeah, I haven't listened. Like they to weren't. Them. Anyway, they put out like one album. That album did hit big. Wisconsin Death Trip. Yeah, and I know a lot of people who love that shit. I just I can never find. It's just like, you know, it's just like disco metal, like. <laughs> kind of reminds me of an evolution. That's my own term for like, uh, you know, Astro Creep 2000. Oh, yeah. Devil That's Disco. Just, or it's just a metal it. disco, disco metal fucking shit. Yeah. But it, like, you know, Astro you look at, like every Creep. song on there, it's just got like the, the swinging kind of fucking disco beat and shit. Yeah. But I mean, for what it was, Astro Creep killed, man. 
Nah, it's dope. It is dope. I will say that I prefer Last Exorcisto over Astro Creep, but I mean, they're both pretty legendary. Yeah. Yeah. No, they definitely are. But, you know, I like that. Just the shit is, I don't know why I always had a beef with this, how simplistic fucking Static X was. <laughs> I mean, every song is literally just like two fucking notes, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's why, because it was so simple. So it's easily palatable for like the majority of the audience. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, fair enough. You've got yourself a nice beat. You've got, you know, a couple of groovy riffs, and it's like. That first, if I needed a, like a, a badass heavy song for something, though, I would look to their second album. The first song on their second album. I remember I, at that time when that came out, I had a system in my car, in my mm. truck, actually. And it pounded. And that first song, just, what is, I don't know what it's called, but. It's a double picked. It's very unstatic X, you know. Huh. And uh I'm heavy to... as balls. Okay, so their second album was Machine. So the first track is called Get to the Gone. Okay, sure. It's Get to the Gone. Maybe what's the second song called? Uh well the first track is actually a twenty one second kind of thing called Bienvenidos and that's... No, it's that song. Okay, so it's Get to the Gone then. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
Uh, anyway, so that's pretty much where I stand on Fear, Fear Factory. Yeah. Well, s- s- continuing on the Static X thing, I just wanted to ask your opinion. Like, did you watch Queen of the Damned, and did you like um, the Static X song on there, Queen of the Damned? Uh, I've never seen that movie. No. Oh, I mean, I don't know if I've heard okay. the song Queen of the Dam soundtrack. I know a lot of people like that soundtrack. Does yeah. it have like a lot of corn and shit on it? Oh yeah, like well, Jonathan Davis did a bunch of songs, but due to uh, due to legal issues, he couldn't play them with uh, what was it like something like he couldn't have corn do them or some shit, and so mm. it had to be he had to get different vocalists for for all the songs that he had written. So that's why he's got like David Dramaine, Marilyn Manson and shit singing his the songs that he wrote because there were like legal issues that he couldn't do it himself. Interesting. No, I've never seen that or probably heard that. Uh, I do like the soundtrack, but I wish it was all like Jonathan Davis doing the vocals. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we should do a fucking uh, put a note down. Best movie soundtracks. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm going to put that in my phone. <laughs> Do that. Best and I'm not going to spoil soundtrack. any of the ones I would talk about. Right now. Nope. I'm not going to say shit. I'm just going to write this down. All right. All right. We'll do that next week. Bam. There we are. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and send some over to us. But I got a bunch in mind already. So moving on. Um, Exodus drummer Tom Hunting was talking about the big five. He, they want to be included. And you're like, why is Exodus not included? He said, if they did a big five tour, I would gladly go. And yeah, I think at the end of the day, we would be deserving band to go just merely by longevity and the fact that we're still fucking here doing this. <laughs> I want to be there. Yes, yeah, so every other band. What's with these drummers? If there's five, the fifth is Testament. Get the fuck out of here. No, there, there actually should be six. Honestly, there should be a big six. And yeah, I would put Exodus and Testament in the big six because they're both good. Testament is five. Though. Huh? Testament's still five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. We'll get rid of Anthrax. Oh. <laughs> still not put Exodus I, I would have a problem with that. <laughs> because I do dig Anthrax, man. Yeah, Slayer's down. Slayer's done. So, you know, if you want to replace and, you know, do that, I don't know. But none of those other bands are like it was. That's the thing with those bands. It was clear. You know, and even and even there, Anthrax is definitely four. I don't think anybody could argue that, right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> you know? Like, where? All right, on that on that list, where would you put Megadeth? Like, would you put them in the top two or the bottom three? Two? Okay. Three. Yeah, that's I guarantee fair. you, Slayer fucking Slayer was outdoing them uh, <laughs> in touring and shit as far as sales and, and popularity. Yeah, I bet. Well, in the 80s, it would probably have been Metallica and Slayer, like at the top two. And then uh, Megadeth. I think Slayer kept going. I mean, Slayer was still at the forefront, you know, in the early 2000s. Yeah. You know, was popular. Megadeth in like 2000 something. Well, Megadeth was looking for that, uh, the top 40 hit. You know, they wanted to be, they wanted to be as big as Metallica. Well, Dave did. Yeah, uh, but they're not as good. No, but I'm saying like they you can't were... write those fucking songs, man. <laughs> that guy couldn't write a fucking Enter Sandman to save his life, and even if he could, he wouldn't be able to fucking sing it as a no. hit. But there's still like Dave is still searching for that fucking that niche hit in there, you know? 
I can see it. A lot of bad shit, man. Yeah. What's that one album everybody hates? Risk. Oh, Risk. Yeah, that was terrible. Even even like their fucking, you know, like I know a couple of dudes, brothers, a drummer and a bassist. Amazing bass player, too. The drummer's good, too. They fucking love Megadeth and they hate Risk. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's rightly. I mean, Risk is just awful. It's a terrible album. A lot of Megadeth is fucking terrible. I don't know, man. I feel like Risk is their worst effort. The other stuff, it's got its good points, whereas Risk, it just loses all kind of meaning because they're trying to sound like Rush in some areas, and then they don't pull that off. It's just, it's really bad. I always gauge, like, if someone tells you to throw on the band, which album you go for, you know, that's always a reoccurring thing on this show. Yeah. And if someone's like, hey, man, throw on some Megadeth. I'm putting on Countdown to Extinction. Dude, Rust in Peace was so fucking good, though. You wouldn't put that on? That's probably right before Countdown, right? Yeah, it's got so many memorable riffs. Of course it is, because your favorite's (laughs) always one before mine. Every fucking time. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, that's... You know, I used to listen to that on the bus going to school. And it's just... It was good times, man. Good times. Yeah. All my memories are around Countdown to Extinction. Yeah. And that that was right the... I think the year that I graduated or the year before that I graduated. Something like that, man. I remember I really liked Euthanasia when it came out. Not so much now, but... Really? I kind of had the opposite feeling. I I didn't know what to think about it. I was like, where's the thrash? You know, it it got more kind of uh, pop sounding. It it wasn't as heavy. I commented on a Facebook uh, post about this. And I got when I said if there there was a five, it'd be Testament. And they got tons of likes. So, yeah. Well, Testament, I mean, they're still going strong. Yeah. And I saw too. And Testament is still fucking jams, man. Oh, yeah. Um, What do you think? I saw people putting in Overkill. They're like, what about Overkill? I was just going to ask you. I was going to ask you about Overkill. What do you think? I don't like that, man. No, why? Is it too, like, it's like it's thrash and thrash, cock rock at the yep. same time. It's too thrash. Like, oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know what it is that like I don't like. Like I like Slayer and Megadeth, kinda, mm-hmm. and Metallica, Testament. I'm trying to think of other thrash bands that I. But there's some of those bands I just can't. I can't do. They, they just like I was like too young for it, and it just sounded old to me. You know, like I knew friends <laughs> like oh they listen to it because they listen to it. Okay. Previously, or they had older brothers who listened to it, you know, with them and shit. Mm-hmm. But by the time I was into metal, thrash just sounds old to me. <laughs> it sounds, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. We already I... listened to all these other fucking shit, you know, and like I don't know. I like. Over- I can't believe there's bands that still do that shit now. Like there's Crazy. um, uh, like Dark Angel and Death Angel. You know, those uh, thrash metal bands. And then Nuclear Assault, which is kind of like original Anthrax member Dan Lilker uh, formed Nuclear Assault in the 80s. And they were pretty good, but they haven't put out a new album in a long time. I, I think they're done. Yeah. Well, fuck with any of that. Anyway, that was an interesting little bit of a discussion. There. Yeah. I couldn't tell you an Exodus song, you know? No. 
I don't. I never really listened to them. That was a band that, like, I listened to it and I was like, "Yeah, thrash," <laughs> and I never went back. I I'd probably haven't listened to it since. I think it's memorable for me because I saw them in concert with Anthrax in 1989, and Toxic Waltz was the big fucking hit. And so oh, it's like, that's so hey, everybody's doing the Toxic Waltz. Yeah, that's it's a pass for me. Yeah, and there's no way that I would get into it now, you know. I yeah. think um, I think Morehouse likes them because I see him with a lot of Exodus records and yeah. I guess I hear a lot of old shit that I get into. I don't, not thrash though. No, not, <laughs> not thrash. fucking thrash. <laughs> what about um, uh, Celtic Frost, man? Whatever happened to Celtic Frost? <laughs> Is it true that they got lost? <laughs> uh, or do you Star prefer? Stormtroopers of Death. Now you want to talk a fucking good thrash man? Yeah, shit. Stormtroopers of Death. What about uh, Method of Destruction? You know the the other no. the other version of Stormtroopers of Death, <laughs> the Billy Milano's other band. You never heard of Method yeah. of Destruction? Mod. Well, I've heard of them, but I never listened to it. Oh, really. Okay. Well, it's basically the same thing as Sod. You know, the, it's the the kitschy vocals and you know songs about goofy shit. So actually, I don't necessarily like the old. SOD, I like more of the fucking uh, late 90s, early 2000s. They put out an album. Okay. And that one fucking jams. But it's not on Spotify. It's like one of the few albums I wish was on Spotify. It's what not. is that? The uh, the number, it's got the, the Iron Maiden cover, like the, the mock-up of the Iron Maiden cover. Oh, yeah, maybe. I think they only put out like one album around that period. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I just can't uh, think of the name of it now. Yeah, I could look it up, but it doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> I can date up to bait for it. Got anything else going on? I'm actually <laughs> looking for Bigger Than the Devil. That's what it was, 1999. Yeah, that album bangs. <laughs> yeah, that's good, not dude. available on Spotify, and you can't even buy that on CD, apparently. Or they got yeah, it like for an exorbitantly large sum of money on disc if you want it physical. Uh, <laughs> they had a bunch of the like, I don't know, I think they did it the old school shit too, but like the bit, 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 bit you're dead. It's <laughs> 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 like super offensive. Yeah. I mean, look at their old shit, like to speak English or die. Oh, fuck yeah. That, that's the album I'm talking about where it's like, they're talking about like a bunch of shit that you can't even say anymore. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got kill yourself. They've got, um, where the hell is that? Where they're talking Speak about English or die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they removed that song actually because it was too, it was too controversial. They removed it from what? Uh, they removed it from the album. It Anal, inf- anal infested death sentence. You know, that was about, of course, you know what. Uh, but yeah, it was called AIDS. It's on. Speaking of or dies on Spotify. No, but I'm saying the song got removed. So it's. Um... Oh, never mind. I'm an idiot. That was on the Method of Destruction album, the first MOD album. Say, USA dude, I don't for think anything's like. I don't think uh, Spotify censors shit. No, I don't think they do. But I thought it got removed from 
But it's not on Stormtroopers of Death. It's on Method of Destruction. So that was my <laughs> I have my, my Spotify connected to my work um, <laughs> Discord because a couple other guys do. And I was like, oh, they like, and they just, we just kind of send music. You know, the one guy's like knows I like metal. Yeah. Right. So he tries to be like, hey, man, check out this. And it's like, you know, I'm way in tune, you know. But I already know these bands. But more like, hey, like, well, that new In Flames album is awesome. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, you know. So I put mine on there, and it's like, <laughs> I, I had to take it off because I want to listen to some shit. I don't want, I can't, there's no way I can have it on my work fucking Discord. <laughs> I was listening to Blood Duster, and it's like, yeah, there's, there's Fisting the Dead on there, or Anal Feast, Anal Fest. Anal Fest. Yeah. I remember a tape oh, a friend of mine had, and it was uh, it was called Anal Fist, and it, it had the Alice Cooper, uh, the Alice Cooper Raise Your Fist and Yell cover, but instead it was like a fist going through an anus with a face on it, and it said Anal Fist. I thought that uh, was. Pretty I have cool. that fucking uh, an ult- like a version of that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Not that, but like the Alice Cooper thing. Yeah, I got when I was sixteen, but instead of like just the fist, it's doing the fucking you know. The fucking rocks on the devil, the devil horns. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna be like the the Sieg Heil designer or something. Yeah, no, it's, that's what's yeah. <laughs> you had to get it covered up and change it to a middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they also have like knee deep in menstrual blood and shit like that. So, like, I can't really have this connected to my work. <laughs> I'm gonna send Jamie a message. Oh, knee deep in menstrual blood. Right? <laughs> What about the you play the Ben Cop Buttering album and it's got some interesting song titles on there too? <laughs> Fuck yeah, it does. <laughs> some fucking pungent stench. Oh, what are you fuck. listening to? I'll just pungent stench. Her pussy has a pungent stench. Yeah. Um, this is a little, <clears throat> sorry, transitioning into guitars a little bit. There's this dude, um, Scott Poley of uh, Tribute Band. It's called Rumors of Fleetwood Mac. They're a Fleetwood Mac fucking tribute band, okay? (laughs) He did a 113-date arena tour, and he was playing a $40 used Harley Benton Strat copy the whole tour. Wow. And last week we were talking about, you know, going on tour and not taking your most expensive guitar with you. (laughs) Yeah, taking a fucking... You tour the Epiphone, and you jam and practice with the fucking Gibson. <laughs> yep. Unless you're like a real high-end production, then play with your Gibson, that's fine, but or if you're unless, in a van or something, yeah. probably don't take the Gibson. No, unless you're unless you're sponsored by like Gibson or, you know, Jackson and they can give you like guitars for free. You don't pay have to pay for that shit. That's like I said, man. These bands, they get their shit stolen when they're on tour. And they're like, we're fucked. We can't go on. They literally can't because, like, all their guitars and shit are gone. Yeah. That sucks, too. I mean, anybody who fucking steals from a band. Well, yeah, obviously, you're the fucking garbage, most garbage people. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we lost custom shop, eight string this. or Well, I mean, eight string bands, you're going to have a little bit more of a problem. I'm sure there's a budget eight string you could play. But if you're in a band and there's two guitar players. Just get some fucking Epiphones, man. Some $400 Epiphones. And if yeah. they all your shit gets stolen, then you just go buy new fucking ones at any place <laughs> in town. Right. What, where is the music store? 800 bucks. we got new guitars. Yeah, don't have to you wait. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
two fucking two grand you can like we're back you know <laughs> oh it depends nowadays because like a lot of people now fucking don't even have amps anymore you know what's weird is that a lot of amps are now modeled and it's like sometimes they sound good but it depends on what kind of tone you're looking for where i remember just plugging into an amp and you know back in my day we didn't have all these models <laughs> mm. so yeah i don't know i find that odd it's like 10 years ago probably with somebody we played the show with this uh a dude that from around here but he moved to minneapolis and was in some band i don't remember what they were called they had like a gimmick they were like steam they right before we get done they come down to play and they're all like dressed in these crazy steampunk things and i'm like okay they're one of those bands like becky but they didn't even have amps you know they just had like the whatever and i was like we're kind of fucking we are the past you know what i'm saying like plugging white chords into you know, solid stage or tube amps and shit and putting mm-hmm. a microphone in front of them. That's pretty old school. They just have a thing in the fucking cart they plug into and they're good. Not even plug into, they're wireless off that motherfucker. Holy fuck. So there are no amps, you know? Yeah. And if you play places or, you know, if you're playing venues that have PAs that you can do that shit, that's dope as fuck. You just roll in and like hook that shit right in and it's all exactly where it should be, you know? Like, you don't really have to fuck with anything? No. It's pretty sweet. It's less things you know. to carry with you. Well, that's true, too. But if that goes to shit, you're fucked. But anyway, the point is, these bands lose all this crazy stuff. And it's like, dude, this guy did a tour with a $40 guitar. Yeah, he knew what was up. I was like, fuck that shit. Yeah, he, he did a couple of little things. Like, he put a... I'm not sure what this is. Swapping out the factory output jack. For one that would work with his new trick silent jack, so I'm not even sure what that is. Yeah, I've never heard of that. But there's a lot of stuff I haven't heard of. <laughs> yeah, he blocked out the vibrato for better stability. And that was it. He played a 113 day tour with a forty dollar fucking used <laughs> Harley Benton. So So did he get that at forty dollars from like a guitar? I think he bought it used. Yeah, okay. Holy shit. That's pretty wise though, you know. But he had it through. It was through expensive amps, though, I guess. So a Milkman tube amp, little Walter 112 cab and blues driver over. That's not that crazy. I don't know what that hit. But... I guess that goes to show know. you that you can have like you don't have to have all these top of the line pickups and fucking tone woods and all this. No, other you don't. Shit. I said that forever, dude. Yeah. That shit's for that shit's all for you, man. You know, I know a lot of guitar players. Uh, one specifically, one of my close friends, I talk to all the time. <laughs> Where, I mean, he's always got some new fucking, you know, he's always got like this new gate or this new thing or this new pedal or this new fucking this, and you know, he's got this like when he when he hits, it sounds the same. Yeah, you know, and then uh, that's to me who actually, you know, to us who know shit. 99% of people have no fucking idea. I've been a fan of the modeling shit for a long time. You know, like, was it as good 20 years ago? Of course not. But is it now? I've never played a show with one. I don't think I would have a problem with it. The only thing I would have a problem with doing it live would just be the ridicule. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> like, do you ever say, like, I have a Line 6 practice amp? Like a 112 Spider 4 or some shit? And it's got a million built-in tones. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. songs and bands. And you can pick, like, any song. Enter Sandman. You just go, Enter Sandman. And it's got a tone for it. It's got a tone for all this shit. And so it's, it's great for practice. It's super fun. But there's this thing, like, if you play in Line 6, like people would ridicule you there's like whole communities of people who like talk shit on them and hate them and shit like if you gig a line six you're fucking crazy you know you're like made to be ridiculed which i've never done but like who gives a fuck dude 99 percent of people cannot fucking tell you know and i even had that with like the tube guys i'm a solid state amp guy i don't give a fuck they're fine i've never played you a know? tube amp but like i did have the well yeah i've had a lot of solid states actually and like, do they have a different tone to you, like as an expert? Sure, yeah, they do. But ninety-nine, they don't fucking know the difference. Does like, it sound good? <laughs> Does the mix sound good? Does yeah, the guitar there? That's, that's what matters. Me, that's all it really matters. Yeah. yeah. Like, would you go get? Would you take your positive spark? Like, if you were doing like a a bar or something, and you just at, take your positive spark or positive grid. Uh, spark with you and you know just lay that shit out and just play guitar and have like a drum machine going through the aux or some shit and people wouldn't they would probably enjoy that too oh and have a drum machine or something that's crazy <laughs> but if you played a I've always said that with this fucking uh, with these kind of amps if you play a, you know, a bar band and you're not like how are you doing that I, I know people in successful bar bands I guess just see what they use because these songs have tones for everything, yeah. you know? You come as you are, boom, good. You know? Fucking Enter Sandman. You've got a million songs, you know? And it's got the tone right there. I remember I had that dude. A dude I know is a bass player in, in bar bands forever. And when I got that, he came over. And he's so fucking well-versed in songs that like 9 out of 10 of them, I would switch to it. And he would know how to play the motherfucker. And they all sound to anybody. They sound they sound the same, dude. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, but that we do that shit. You know, I, I'm guilty of it too. I buy expensive shit, and I wish know. I had known about this like 12 years ago. And like, oh, I gotta have this special fucking top of the line guitar, you know? Or no, not even top of the line guitar, but uh, like I got hard for EMG pickups so much, but it's like, you know what? Sometimes EMG pickups are good and other times they don't really make a difference. It's all about how you dial in your tone. Yeah. And I didn't know this shit before. So I was like me being the dumbass and like, oh, I got to have EMGs, you know, you don't really need EMGs. No, I, I mean, I've had guitars with them. I've played, you know, I've gigged with them, but I don't know. I would like to have some, uh, passive Seymour Duncan's or some passive guitar Marie fucking pickups or yeah I like passive pickups on on kind of on bass too I mean I get the point depending what you're doing that you're gonna want to have an active bass I get that but like I also like just fucking you know passive shit you know what I like I just want to be able to plug it in and play it and get some good shit coming out of it I don't want to have to put a bunch of you know swap pickups and fucking do this and that with it. I just want to be able to play it and have it sound good, you know, right from the get-go. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's this guy on uh, YouTube. What the fuck is his name? Uh, SMG Spectre Music Group or something, right? Oh, you see yeah, that guy? yeah, I follow him, yep. I don't follow him. 
he fucking drives me crazy. But he's like this balding, long-haired producer guy. <laughs> and he did this, like, <laughs> video, all of these different guitars. And it's like, you can tell a difference, but, like, are they better or worse? Yeah. You know, he did, like, a pickups one where it's like, all these pickups are the fucking same. I saw that you one with saying? the pickup. That's what I'm talking about. Where I was like, yeah. he did he did some fucking $100 pickups to, like, $300 EMGs. And there was, like, no difference whatsoever, basically. Sonically too, yeah. Like not just sound wise, like sound wave wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was yeah. he's like a fucking audio engineer or some shit. Yeah, it's the next thing, man. It's I guess, who the fuck was it? John Mayer. He's talking about pedals, and he's like, I used to be into pedals, and he's like, I think they're just a crutch that people are like. Oh, I need this pedal. So then they're like, well, I'll play when I get the new pedal, right? And they just yeah. keep buying pedals. <laughs> How many pedals? I'm do lucky you really that I only need? am like a guitar perv. I'm not an amp or a fucking pedal perv. We know people who are like all of them. Yeah, that's a, that's a scary <laughs> place to be. Uh, it, yeah, with me, it's just like I like the shape of guitars. I don't really care about the hardware too much. It's just I'm addicted to like the fucking pointy guitars, the angles and shit like that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, but there's people who are like hard into pedals yeah. or amps. I mean, look at, you know, Natanix got like always trying out some new head, right? He's oh, like, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know all those are. Those fucking Bobby icons like got a room full of amp heads. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know? I thought he was visiting like the guitar store a lot and just trying out like the new EVH or something like that. But well, I don't know. It could be Bobby yeah. icon stuff, man. I don't know. They all like are very like into heads too and shit like yeah. that. And like, I was so thankful that it's for me. It's just guitars. <laughs> I only got one of the three possible addictions. Yeah, I've got like I've got the same thing as you, where it's like not. It doesn't have anything to do with the amps. I'm just looking for something that sounds good, you know, when I plug in. But yeah, definitely mm. for us, it's guitar addiction. <clears throat> so like when I played shows, I used a fucking solid state pv like a just a cheap ass i forget what the name of the head was and, and just a regular pv 412 cab <clears throat> and i ran off the clean tone the clean tone was my distortion really? so i just ran clean tone with like my eq loud as fuck and then it was all through my overdrive pedal like my overdrive pedal took it from a clean tone to where it needed to be <laughs> and then that was I'm serious that's where I ran I ran it off the clean tone Holy which shit. I think is stupid I guess I don't know people say like I don't know I thought I saw people saying like that's fucking weird I'm like I don't know I, yeah I'm an idiot and well, that's I just was, the way I did it so I asked your boy Big P when I bought that um that fucking chainsaw pedal I was like do I do I put this on clean or do I put it on dirty he's like you're gonna want to put it on dirty but dial back the gain and crank everything up on the pedal because if you put it on the clean tone I guess it doesn't it like makes zero sense for that I still yeah. don't understand it but yeah that's the overdrive I, I pedal I had where that's how I had my sound <laughs> and it jumped like a motherfucker that's what I'm looking when I'm testing a fucking thing like you know, like trying to figure out the sound and the fucking with the knobs. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking for the Jun. What's the where's the Jun fucking? He <laughs> should make a pedal with a fucking Jun knob, dude. D J U N. Yeah, J U N. Dude. <laughs> Bring the Juns, dude. I love I love that big fucking tone, boom, boom, boom. You know that crunchy fucking riff salad kind of tone, man. 
Yeah. I don't know, like, that was the weird thing with Stone Cloud Sunday, too. It was like a kind of a stoner rock kind of band. And the one guy has a tube orange champ, you know, with like a fucking Les Paul. And I had a fucking PV weird as shit. Like, my shit would not hit, like, you know, if you hold it to second fret and give the jun there, like, it was like, boom. That was deep as fuck. My shit was like, he was had this kind of like dirty rock classic y kind of, you know, stoner rock tone, and I had metal ass tone. Oh, it was weird as fuck, but it worked out. Red alert, boss metal tone, red alert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck, we should do this Hall of Fame. Oh, fuck, yeah, we done forgot about that shit, man. God damn. Unless, uh, I don't even know where we were. What were we talking about? Oh, like $40 guitar. Yeah, yeah, $40 guitar. Something to think about. Um, Or we can just continue with guitars. <laughs> Dude. I'm good either way, bro. You know what I'm saying? When that shit shows up to your house, are people like, what the fuck is this? Another guitar? <laughs> I don't know. Do you know. have to, like, slip out and get them and, like, fucking sneak them through the fucking window and shit? Yeah. I fucking, I have, like, a, it says, I, I have them packaged in real doll boxes, so they think I'm just buying sex dolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Less embarrassing. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So yeah, those are the guitars. You got your now a solar owner. Yes, I am now a proud owner of a, a solar, solar owner. A fucking beautiful purple beast, which is, um, dude, the extra jumbo frets. And I'll tell you what, um, you were talking about the stainless steel uh, fret wire making a huge difference, and it does. Yeah. It, it feels that stainless, huh? And that one has stainless. Yeah, stainless steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty sweet, right? Yeah, it makes all the difference. Like you can yeah. glide along the neck a lot easier for some reason, and it's just uh, you get a cleaner sound too. Yeah, that lasts for fucking ever. Yeah, and what's funny is the difficulty that I was having with it is these frets. Like I, I'm used to jumbo frets, but these motherfuckers are extra jumbo or super jumbo, and it's like bass length frets, man. It's fucking weird. yeah, yeah. And so it's like, wait a minute, my fingers got to stretch farther now to do this. Uh, so yeah, I did have a little trouble getting used to it, but you know, I'm getting used to it now. It's awesome, dude. It's a beautiful fucking pointy guitar, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. Holy shit. It is. I like the purple. I'm a. I do like some purple guitars. Yeah, I will not lie. You know the the only round one I would get is if like they were. If uh, whoever did Prince's purple guitar from Purple Rain, I would get that shit, man. Yeah. Oh, this fucking out of control. So <laughs> in recent months, in recent times, you have, uh, let's recap. Dude. Oh, fuck. You bought the fucking Snakebite Headfield. Mm, yeah, Snakebite. The, what's that guy's name? Fucking warrior. Dave, Dave Davidson. Davison? Yeah. Yep. And this thing. Yeah, and, and then a $400 uh, seven-string Snow White. Which one is that? That's the that's the one I was playing when I did the reel last night. It, it's just a Jackson one. Dinky Archtop uh, seven-string. Oh, okay. Yep. Gotcha. So, yeah, I clearly have a problem with guitar addiction, and I have to stop myself. <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah, well, when you're, I'm just waiting for the back come the the bounce back where you got to start selling them. So, <laughs> <Get> the first crack. 
Oh man. No, I, I hope that never happens, honestly. No, I do I do have to stop though. I hope that never happens too. Um, but yeah, so that's yeah, that's it for me because if I get any more then I'm going to really put myself in, in a predicament. <sighs> I buy him and I just fucking you know, like I play mine, but I, I don't play him much. You know, I skip a day or two and then I'll pick it up and play it for a half hour. Yeah. And, you know, I try to tell myself now, I think I'm coming into like, that, that's fine. You know? Well, yeah, it's okay. Like, it's not like, like that's, like- I always be like, well, like I shouldn't buy another guitar. Like, I don't play him. And I'm like, but you know what? That doesn't even look like I'm like, I'll play if I play it here and there and I get some enjoyment, I don't have to, then fuck it. That's, I can do whatever I want. You know? That's when it's about, you're a fucking adult. If, if it, if that brings you enjoyment, then go for it, you know? Yeah. But as far as uh, that solar, um, we have to talk about like quality fit and finish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shares that. I mean, like, is it straight? There's no fucking, it's uh, I looked it over and then I looked it over cause I, I let it sit overnight because, you know, this came from fucking the UK, you know, somewhere in Spain, I think. Uh, So I was like, yeah, I don't want to take a chance on having anything happen to the wood. You know, if I can't wait and I pull it out of the fucking box and try to play it. So I let it sit overnight, uh, pulled it out of the box the next day and, you know, look, gave it a thorough look over. I looked at the fretboard. I looked at, you know, I looked at the finish. There's like no dings. There's no fucking blemishes. I mean, everything just looks really amazing. No fret sprout and shit. That's no, definitely fucking... no, no fret sprout and the fucking the stainless steel frets feel like buttered glass. Yeah, I mean, we interested shit. to see. I know, I think they resolved it, but I know they used to have fretboard problems too. Yeah, at one that, point I too. saw that in 2021 they had cracking of the fretboard. Mm. And um, apparently it's because that they were, you know, pumping out guitars at such a high rate that more and more people were getting them. So that's why that people were like, oh, we, you know, more problems started to arise because more people were buying guitars. Mm. But yeah, so far the fretboard looks really good. There's no cracking. There's no uh, no fret sprout, no cracking near the fret wire or anything like that. It's amazing how like a guy who's not even, I mean you know a moderately successful as far as youtube it's not like he has a billion subscribers or anything (laughs) starts his own guitar and it's like because he's in tune with the fucking current situation and like you know what i'm saying he's not some asshole who's sitting at ibanez deciding shit like whoever decides the iron label fuck you i say that all the time (laughs) fuck the person doing that i should be doing that job yeah you should be designing that shit man ol is doing shit that's current and you know look how many guitars that fucking guy has sold and how many the guitars they sell like different versions and shit yeah because he knows what people are looking for man he's got his finger on the pulse it's counterculture it's different to you know it's like fuck a gibson people (laughs) don't want that shit they want to get a solar it's like why spend five thousand on a gibson when you know you can get a fucking solar for half that or less than half of that i think they i I think I saw something that they actually have some like super cheap solars coming out. Oh yeah, they do. The, um, what was it like six hundred dollars? Maybe. I thought I saw less than that. I thought I saw three hundred dollars. Really? I didn't see that. I'll have to look back on the solar website. Let's see here. Let's see if I can find something on that. 
Now I've been hearing, um, on, I've joined the Reddit for Solar Guitars and people were talking about the B-Stock. What the hell does B-Stock mean? Is that like- That is one that's not good enough to pass. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks like someone's got a video. It says $300 budget, dollar budget solars. So that's probably a thing happening. Wow. <laughs> that's smart too. That is. Take those, I would make a fucking, those like that X, that's where, Look how much money BC Rich made for a while, right? They'd have they'd have those just cheap ass fucking warlocks, like the bronze series that I have. That's yeah. basically yeah. fucking firewood, like you said, man. <laughs> yeah. I bought it for a hundred and twenty-five dollars in two thousand. What was it? Two thousand ten. To someone who knows jack shit about guitar, they're like, "Well, that's a cool guitar." <laughs> <laughs> Glorified torch. <laughs> It's like, oh man, that's fucking really nice. Yeah, we'll see what they can do, man, with the budget solar. So that's smart for them. Yeah, well, it's kind of like what Jackson's doing with the uh, JS series, where you know they're making it like three hundred forty-nine dollars. They have, you know, they got the they've got the Warrior for that price. They've got the uh, fucking Kellys for that price. So it's just like you know, a lot of companies are doing that. That's smart, man. You know, I don't know what you can get these days. Cause I think guitars for budget are better now than they were. But even back in the day, 20 fucking years ago, 25 years ago, you know, RG170, man. Like a $300 guitar or something. Yeah. Those things are great. Well, even way back before, like, I'd say 90, 96, I remember buying, buying a brand new one for, I believe it was $200. And yeah. that seemed like a lot at that time. It was a fucking Ferrari red Kelly body. Um, I don't know what now, but it did it. They had like that Explorer body. It might have been a BC Rich. Um, yeah. If you bought one of those RG170 Ibanez like 25 years ago or more, now that I think about it, 30 years ago, you know, for a couple <laughs> hundred dollars that yeah. took care of it, like you'd still be playing the thing. They're great. They, they, they were fucking, they played nice. For a cheap ass guitar, yeah. And the now dude who the, used to play guitar in some of my bands texted our group. Basically, all the dudes who were my old bands of mine, and he's like, he's like, I play guitar today for the first time in like, I don't, know, <laughs> I mean, a decade probably something. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. He's got a RG one seventy that he used. Shit. So those are pretty much the equivalent to like the the prestige now, right? Because probably. Just I guess the budget. The yeah. bottom level fucking one. Yeah, Stuper Strat kind of fucking. But they made those quality back in the day, man. And I was like, what guitars do you even have now? And he sent that because he at one point he had took out the neck pickup. So and then repainted it and shit. So it's like a custom RG170. It's actually rad. And he used it in a bunch of fucking bands. So it'd be like if I, you know, <laughs> I actually think that guitar is fucking cool. And I would want it if I ever had the chance to get it. But the other night he was doing other a Day Armand seven string dude. I was like, holy fuck, I forgot that that's what you used. I've never heard of those. I'm like, how did you never have nice guitars? <laughs> never once. <laughs> he also used the Jay Terser seven string for a while. Like he always had just fucking cheap ass guitars. Never had a nice guitar in his life. Still. He got some good sound out of those, right? Oh yeah, I mean 
As we've pointed out, it doesn't really matter. No. <laughs> it was a Day Armand seven string, like S like a SG body. And uh he put fucking Seymour Duncans in it back in the day. And yeah, it sounds Jesus great. Christ. That's man. the first thing you I mean you could take any kind of piece of shit. You know? That's why I used to use that like run of the mill nineties hammer with Stone Cloud Sunday. Just like this run of the mill you know, fucking Asia made Hamer from like 1997 or 95 or something with EMGs in it, you know? Like the, ooh, look at that green motherfucker. I know, I was like, that that's pretty eye-catchy. Usually that stuff hurts my eyes, but that's a nice looking solar right there. It's cool looking. Yeah. It's a little too over the top for me. The bright green, but Yeah, it's pretty goddamn loud. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah, I think Ola was showcasing that last week. Like it's the new uh, X Type X, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> he's he's just yeah. popping out Type Xs left and right. Oh yeah, they're just going to be huge. That's a good looking guitar. I like. I don't usually like you know a lot of the X shit, but mm-hmm. I think the top of that is too long still for my taste. But hey, that's <laughs> you do like the Cannibalismo though, right? Uh yeah, that body style. No, that's their E body style. Uh no, that I'm talking about the X series one. Oh, yeah, I like that color, too. Looks like it was dipped in the blood of your enemies. Yeah, those are all good. Hmm. And then what? So they and then also uh, quickly, they sent back your warrior. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know. About, I'm not going to talk about said company, but holy Christ, man. Um, They packed it like somebody who doesn't know how to pack things like usually you know it comes double boxed and it's got little uh things so that the guitar doesn't move around but when the when the fedex guy came and i had to sign for the package i lifted up the box and the bottom horn of the warrior fucking came poking out the box and i was like what the fuck after you signed yeah after i signed for it i picked it up to take it in the house um so I got it in and I was like, fuck this. I'm taking it out of the box because I really got to look it over. Um, I looked it over and of course the bottom horn had a big ding in it. And then the back of the the back of the guitar had some kind of weird fucking ding. And so I took photos of it and I sent it to the guitar shop. I was like, you know, was this present at the time that the guitar was shipped out? And they're like, uh, it appears to have suffered shipping damage because it lo- it was completely you know pristine when it was in the in the studio there at the well not the studio at the warehouse and yeah. so basically I I gotta wait till Monday to hear back from the guitar shop to find out what's going on. Even that though, man, it's like even if they they're gonna take care of you, which they will. Yeah. It's still a pain in the fucking ass. It is because I have to send yeah. shit back and forth. You know, I have to get I have to print yeah, out sucks. shipping it's, it labels. It sucks to do any. To do anything like that sucks, and it's like, well, you know, that was that whole thing too. Like, well, we'll give you equal or lesser value. <laughs> it's like, well, what the, I was like, if they offered a case, a free case, yeah, they're like a hard shell case for it. Yeah, yeah. Which and I you was picked the Kelly, and then you didn't want the Kelly. Yeah, was it sitting down that it was uncomfortable to you, or is that a? I, I guess I'm fat, so I strap a guitar to me regardless. <laughs> you know, I dream of playing a guitar on my knee like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was sitting down, but also standing up. It just feels awkward, and the body pokes into me at a weird fucking angle, man. Mm. And I was just like, eh, I don't like this. Now you gotta fucking 
deal with more. Yeah, I gotta deal with more bullshit. Uh, there you go. Some guitar talk for you. We'll see where we're at with uh, fucking uh, uh, Nam goes here. Nam. Yeah, I'd like to Nam. see. Uh, even though I have no plans of buying any more guitars because I can't, but I, I definitely want to see what's going on the market. If there's irresistible something irresistible that I know if I don't get it, I'm not going to be able to get it. Maybe I will. I really, really, really want to be Solar Brothers with you, man. So I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of waiting for you to get that fucking Solar Baritone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought about that too, and you brought up a good point with that. I'm like, I was like, man, I still kind of want it. And you're like, oh fuck. You get the Cerberus. It's like nobody's got those. Seven other guys got those things. Yeah. So you got like something that's one, almost one of a kind, pretty much. One of eight. Yeah. And so. Where it's like you're you're in an exclusive club right now. Yeah, we'll see what if Ibanez brings back the Destroyer. In any capacity, I'd probably I might buy one. Is the that'd be the only real thing? Is the Destroyer a baritone, or are you not looking for baritone anymore? I, I mean, ideally, it'd be a Destroyer baritone. Okay. Know? I actually just think I. Might just, I mean, I guess I'd buy a normal guitar, but not really, dude. Because whatever it is, I'd want to tune it way down and shit. I have a Jackson Pro Monarch that's standard tune. It's great, you know. I don't really, and I never fucking play it because <laughs> that's pretty far down my list of you know things to do. Yeah, <laughs> you can't watch Cyrax videos play Xbox. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like if I play. I look over and like, well, what am I going to play? I'll play my bass, you know, yeah. and learn something in standard, I guess. Or I'll play my lower tuned guitars. You know, I don't really like, well, I'm going to go play my standard guitar. Oh, Unless I look of- at something, I'm like, oh, I'm going to learn that song. But, you know, yeah. the real problem I have with playing guitar in standard tunes, whether that be that standard there or like other versions of standard C sharp or whatever the fuck is I hate fucking power chords because I learned wrong on power chords and I'm not fucking great on them and I hate doing them. That's why like when I got like I started on bass and I switched to guitar I was like I fucking hate power chords. How did you learn power chords then? Like what what way would make you hate them? So I don't use my pinky in there. I just cover I just bar both of them with my fucking ring finger. Okay. You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah, but some people don't even do that. I've seen power chords done with uh, the uh, first finger and the pinky, and they don't bar anything. They're just hitting the two, the E and the A notes, or the E and the D notes. Uh, the strings, not the notes, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but So I've seen like different variations of power chords, and the way that I learned power chords was what you're talking about, where you use the first uh, ring finger and the pinky, and that's how I learned power chords. Yeah, that's the right way to do it. Okay. That's why you learned it that way. But I just bar, you know, if it's like seven, seven, nine, nine, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm just barring it with the ring finger. Well, that's not wrong. I mean, there's kind of wrong. It's whatever. And I just don't like playing that way. Like, okay. When I play a riff, like I'd rather play a drop tune guitar, you know, or yeah. a bass or something. Like I like, that's why I love original bands. I play guitar in realm. It's always like drop tune because it's just more fun to play that way it's easier to play that way yeah because you're only and using one finger right i just think there's a lot more like there's rhythms and there's things that you can do with that that you can't do if you're bar doing barcodes 
or barcodes, excuse me, <laughs> power chords or bar chords for that matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I have a drop tune guitar, there's riffs I can play on that. That good fucking luck trying to power chord that shit. Yeah, and then you can do slides on that too. With uh, you can do power power chord slides with with a fucking drop tune. Yeah. I mean, you can just do a lot more shit. Yeah. So anyway. I just don't like the barcodes. Uh, barcode. Why do you keep saying that? Because <laughs> you're thinking about barcodes now. Um. Anyway. <laughs> oh shit. This show's over. It's long. I gotta take a piss. Yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, before we go, let's fucking drop our nominees for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Who you got? Because I haven't even thought about it. Uh. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go weird this week, and I'm gonna say Pink Floyd. Uh, Pink Floyd. Yeah, strictly for Dark Side of the Moon and The Wall. But I mean, they've had a lot of shit, you know, before and after that. Hmm. I actually don't like Pink Floyd. No. No. Wow. Yeah, Not I really. They were the one of the first bands I really got into, like back in the early '80s and shit. And I was like, wow. You know, I'm usually not into too much '70s music, but. I would say like Pink Floyd made a huge difference for me. There you go. Interesting pick. I'm not going to say they shouldn't be in there. Definitely should be as far as their popularity and their influences. And like, I never really got into it. I used to like, <laughs> used to fuck this chick that liked Pink Floyd a lot. And I fucking hated her. And, uh, I just have PTSD with Pink Floyd. Like I hated her when I fucked her, you know? You're doing that hate fucking. So she'd come over and then she would like want to listen to Pink Floyd and like it was like always an hour worth of bullshit before you'd get there. You know? <laughs> and I was like Pink Floyd. I remember she went like, oh no, leave it on. And like um, we're fucking or even after that sleeping and all of a sudden there's like war sirens and shit. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you? Oh man, that's great. Holy shit. So you, you've just got bad experience with Pink Floyd in general. <laughs> yeah. I remember telling my ex about that and she she was like hadn't crossed her mind to fuck some like fuck somebody who you who you don't like, who you hate, you know? <laughs> like, oh yeah, dude, that's a deal all the time. Yes. I don't think ladies think like that, you know? I, I think some probably do, but some just want that dick. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm going to go with one of the big four of death metal then. I'm going to go with suffocation. Suffocation. I go with suffocation. Effigy of the Forgotten uh, is just a masterpiece. I wish somebody would like, I wish they would re record <laughs> it or remaster it. Pierce from Within is another one. Like, great albums sound like shit by modern standards. Yeah, or Breeding the Spawn, their very first album. I mean, still fucking legendary, but it all the mix was way off on that. It's low, very low. All of them are effigy, man. Like, I want to hear effigy, but I want to hear it fucking ripping. You know what I'm saying? And you just can't. Hmm. And that album, like, dude, effigy, like, blew me away. That was a huge influence on me and and dudes I was in bands with at that time. You know, the guys in Omnipotent Belligerent, Suffocation was, like, big to us because they had the fucking groove, and, like, that was always... Every band that I've ever been in, or any band, like, a lot of the dudes that I was in bands with have ever been in, 
no matter what the genre always has the grooves to it heavy grooves yeah and that was one thing that you really didn't find too much in the death metal scene was that that fucking groove you know aside from obituary like suffocation had that groove but it was like brutal death metal yeah slam dude Fuck yeah, man. First, I got another fucking slam band that we'll be putting in like very soon. (laughs) Another pillar of the slam. But you can't fuck with suffocation. God, that shit's good. And now, you know, there's only like one dude left in the band, but the new shit they put out is still cool. Who, just the the singer is the only guy that's left? No, guitar player. Oh. The Terrence Hobbs? Yeah, isn't he the singer? Or the vocalist? Frank Mullen used to be the singer. Okay. But he retired. Oh shit! So they wow, that's crazy. They just got one member, one uh, remaining member. I believe so. Maybe that drummer dude is still in there. The other black dude, the black drummer guy. And then also that that blew my mind back in the fucking day when I heard Suffocation and I opened the album. I'm like, there's two black guys in this band. <laughs> <laughs> like that blew my fucking mind, man. Oh shit! Hey, I can't, I can't front. I thought the same thing. I was like, holy shit! This is like. Body count, except it's got a couple of white people in it. Black dudes in a death metal band, man. That's yeah, fucking, that's not a thing. Like, you know, really back it, then. No, it's not something you would see very often. Yeah, fucking love me a fucking uh, a metal black guy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> fucking love me. <laughs> well, well, there you go. Shit. Suffocation and Pink Floyd, two things like polar fucking opposites, bro. We used to fucking hang out with this black dude back in the day, and he was he was a fucking metal metal black guy. Fucking, he was great. Yo, listen to Slayer up in here. <laughs> Did he talk like that? <laughs> what? Did he really talk like that? Yeah, dude. Holy shit, y'all motherfuckers! Let me put y'all up on Metallica. <laughs> so got some fucking sepultura. Yeah, you like all that shit, metal fucking. He was all metal, man. Mm, shit, that's dope, man. Yeah. See, uh, music knows no color. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you look at too, like Suffocation. It's a fucking effigy came out in like 1991. Oh, fuck. Which is bonkers because that shit is insane for the even the time period. Like, it still sounds new and interesting to me in death metal. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even know it was 91, man. I'm pretty sure it is. Did you look it up? No, I didn't look it up, but I, let me check it out now. I'll look it up here. Effigy <clears throat> of the Forgotten 91, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So when uh, when did Breeding the Spawn come out then? That was probably um, 1990 then? Cause, I'm looking here. What the fuck? Um, Breeding oh, the Spawn is after that, 93. Wow, I thought Breeding the Spawn was their first album. Okay. No, dude, Effigy. Um, actually, Human Waste. I'm probably the first one. <clears throat> and that was an EP, right? Yep, that was an EP. Okay, that came out in 91 as well. Yeah. For me, the banger album is Effigy. That's the one that I think of the most. Yeah. Um, Breathe This Bond's good, too. Pierce With Within is also very fucking dope. That's the one that um, actually introduced me to Suffocation was Pierce From Within. I remember BMG yeah. Music having that, and I I ordered that from BMG Music, and when I got it, I listened to it immediately. I was like, "What the fuck is this shit here?" Yeah, that was the first album I heard from them too, when I was like 15 years old or whatever the fuck. <laughs> um, oh, and then went back, and but Effigy just has the fucking killer. 
man, that first song on Effigy, um, yeah, very good shit. Like the way that they'll go from a fucking, I don't know, there's this thing that goes really fucking, um, how the fuck would you even say? It's like a caveman beat, fucking, you know, mm -hmm. straightforward kind of caveman into a blast beat into the fucking groove back to it and shit. It's like, dude, so good. <laughs> And the cover. There's something about a heavy fucking groove after a blast beat like that. That just, it's just money, dude. Agreed. And the cover, dude, you like just for the cover alone, that shit is fucking insane. Suffocation is, is an underrated band. It's, they're definitely one of the big four death metal. Yeah. I so will... the second one in there behind with Corpse. Yeah, so you would go probably Corpse and Suffocation, right? As far as what? As far as like your top four or the big four. So it's like Corpse, Suffocation, uh, Morbid Angel in there somewhere. and Deicide. Deicide, okay. Yeah, I think that's the big four of Death Metal. To me, the big four of Death Metal is always, we've talked about it before, it's always like Corpse, a lot of people say Morbid Angel mm -hmm. uh, and Deicide, but then that fourth is always the wild card. It's always like Suffocation or whoever else malevolent creation i could see or yeah whoever else everybody's got like a different fourth it is see i don't even know who i would pick for four because like but you would say you would say corpse morbid angel deicide right uh deicide yeah and then either obituary or death yeah yeah I don't know an obituary, like their old shit, death metal, because all I think of obituary is just like weird, like grooved shit. <laughs> I know we talked about that. Like you sent me a you sent me an album and I was like, OK, these guys sound a little bit like obituary. How come you don't like obituary? Oh, cancer. <laughs> yeah, cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Was that awesome to you or what? It was. Like, it was, it was you've never heard great. it. You've never. It was from like ninety, you know, whatever from that era. Right, right. And I never <laughs> heard of them. And listening to it, I was like, "Oh shit, this is dope." You know, it's got the groove. Oh, John, God, God. <laughs> yeah, some yeah. good shit, man. Real. You're good not wrong, guy. You're probably not wrong. It's pretty similar to Obituary, probably. Like the grooves, because I know that Obituary was emulating Celtic Frost. Um, in, in, in the groove department and but then they had like the screamed raspy vocals and then when I hear cancer I hear also the you know the groove and then those same raspy vocals and I was like holy fuck yeah hung drawn alright that's it I gotta take a piss so bad yeah I gotta shit man actually god damn <laughs> so, the show is over <laughs> thank you for coming thank you for coming many times yeah, thanks for the support, listening, everything like that. Hey, man, you know somebody you think might like this shit, share it with them. Oh, yeah. Shoutouts to the Federation podcast, also on the Suplex City Limits channel. Also by Tyler and Travis. Um, my show, Suplex City Limits, live every Sunday on YouTube, noon Eastern, talking pro wrestling, getting fucked up. And, of course, your other show, Midnight Mass Creature Cast. Fuck yeah. What's and, coming up uh, there? Oh, it's uh, Galaxy of Terror. It's a, a show that will fuck with your head. So check it out. There you go. Four shows, zero paywalls. That's zero right. Zero fucks given. We are delivering the goods. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Suplex City Limit. Also on Instagram, Suplex City Limits. And, uh, follow yeah. us on Instagram at OGMC underscore pod if you're not already. 
gonna try to get some more followers on there because I bet if we get a decent amount of followers on there, we could uh, could probably interview people from metal. Yeah, you want to do that? You want to interview some uh, metal people? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Like I. But maybe not. I don't I, know. I'm, I'm like a, a deer pressure. in headlights. I cannot ask people questions, and so it's like you. I'd just be sitting there going, uh huh, yeah, yeah, uh huh. You know, listening to me. You. Yeah, you'd be asking the questions. I'd just be, you know, in the background. Maybe we'll do it. Shout out Planet Rocket Tour and Break the Apocalypse Podcast. Check those out. And uh, do you have anything else before we depart? Ah, shout out to everybody who's listening. Like like Jim was saying, thanks for your support and keep it up, man. It is. Uh, we'll be back next week. What was our idea for next week? Oh, best movie soundtracks. Yeah, movie soundtracks. With a metal twist, I'm sure. Probably, yeah. Because uh, I don't metal really... fucking tinge, but <laughs> this one, dude, that's gonna be fucking fun. We'll make a playlist for it and everything. Oh fuck it, yeah. we haven't done that in a while. Even though there are some movie soundtracks, so they're just hard to find on Spotify sometimes. But yeah. people will make them the best they can. Right, just like with the Blade soundtrack that I, I tried to get on Spotify, but somebody had to make that like you know curated by somebody else because they didn't actually have it yeah. on spotify as long as all the shit's on there some of them it's not though you know mm-hmm. like system of a down marmalade for some reason it's not on spotify and it pisses me off i've never even heard that fucking song oh dude it's really dope yeah, it's from um strangeland soundtrack maybe oh shit it's one of my favorite songs there is because it's just this really bizarre kind of i don't know listen to it on fucking youtube yeah Maybe we can fucking custom make our own movie soundtracks, like what we think the movie should have for a soundtrack. I don't know. <sighs> that sounds a little ambitious. <laughs> but that's it. We're out. See you again next week. Until then, as always, hail Satan. Hail yourself. <laughs>